Welcome to Well Said, a podcast produced by the Well Community Church and hosted by Mary Graham and Tori Mayo. Our desire is to equip you with the knowledge and confidence to apply a biblical perspective to current topics while building and strengthening connections around our church. Join us as we explore how our faith intersects with the world around us. Um, either a white woman turned into a half black man and you turned from a half black man to a half black, <laughs> half Mexican man. Well, we got a new person with us today. <laughs> so I, love, I love watching Austin's reactions sometimes. Uh, what's up, y'all? Um, obviously, I have a new person sitting in front of me. I am not Mary, though I'm sitting in Mary's spot. Um, I'm trying to pick up the aura of Mary. She's a phenomenal question asker, so I had to switch sides. Hey, you're doing great, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm trying. I'm trying. (laughs) Um, Hey, in all seriousness, Mary actually had a um, family emergency uh, that was going on, so uh, pray Mm. for Mary by the time this drops. Um, Actually, next week, we're recording this pretty tight to when we drop this. Um, She still may be going through that, so if you're listening to this early in this release, um, please pray for Mary. Mm. In the midst of that, she's fine. It's a family issue. Um, and so, yeah, but we just, she would love prayer for that. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, we were going to actually have our brother Carlos on in general. It's going to be me and Mary uh, interviewing him. So now it's just me. Um, and so hopefully y'all are okay with that. If we lose 250 views, then we know. <laughs> we know who the star is on this mug, right? Um <laughs> A couple things real quick before we get started. Uh, First of all, in the show notes, uh, you are going to see a link to a survey that we would love for y'all to take. Uh, It's a little bit of a survey. We're coming toward the end of season one Mm -hmm. on our podcast and want to just collect some data as to what's been helpful, what's not been helpful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is there any other topics that we need to discuss? Uh, Length of podcasts, just different things to really help us for season two, uh, which will come out uh, next winter. Um, And so we're going to take about a four-month break here. And so uh, if you can do that uh, survey, that'd be awesome. Um, You can also go to thewell.cm, not .com, okay, thewell.cm forward slash said, S-A-I-D. You can take the survey there. Um, Two people that take the survey are going to get uh, merit gift cards, which is really intriguing because I've been saying that on Sundays. So I'm about to go take this survey so I can get a merit gift card because I still ain't gotten my merit gift card. And so, uh, but yeah, go to that. That's just a little bit of an incentive for y'all to go take it because this is really helpful for us. So uh, thewell.com or thewell.cm slash said. Um, and yeah, we'll do that. Um, I'll say this at the start too. <clears throat> I think that uh, we're talking about evangelism today. And I think that people will be really tempted to skip uh, this content because I think we hear often in church settings and we're kind of used to thinking about evangelism, hearing things about evangelism. But uh, my guess is that the direction that we're going to go today is going to be completely different Mm. than what people are used to. Because I think a lot of people have the skill sets of how to share their faith and maybe they don't remember how to exactly share the draw the three circles or the bridge diagram, but they have the general concepts and ideas. People kind of know how they share their story, kind of know. But I think the direction we're going is completely different. 
Hence the title, I don't like sharing the gospel, which I'll be 100 at the top. I don't like sharing the gospel. It's hard for me at times. I think because I have the bad, wrong motivation. And so I'm excited about it. I think y'all are going to actually really receive from it. Yeah. Before that, though, before we get into the meat of it, um, we have an icebreaker. So not only is Mary not here and I'm taking the seat of Mary, I now have to ask the icebreaker, which I don't even like icebreakers, <laughs> but I now have to ask it. But at least I'm prepared for it this time because I got to read it beforehand. Um, and so the icebreaker today, so that we can know Carlos a little bit, and I'll let you actually introduce yourself to you, <laughs> but we got to know this superficial stuff before we know the real stuff, all right? Uh, icebreaker is, hey, what's one thing that you hate that everybody else loves? One thing I hate that everybody else loves, man, I feel like this is always a hard question um, because I feel like there's a lot of things I love. But one thing that I like, I really don't like is drip coffee. Um, For real. And so I think drip coffee oh, yeah, that's is a dark. sin in the is, church, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't you in ministry? <laughs> Carlos is on staff and yo, don't like drip yo, coffee. I'll, I'll take all the, the mochas and the lattes, but you give me that drip coffee— It'll stay. It'll go cold because I'm not gonna drink it. Why? And Why? So, What's the the taste? The bitterness. Uh, um, like that. It's too much bitter. Um, for me. Uh, and so I need like a little bit of sweet in there. Um, and so I yeah. once heard a pastor say, "We take suffering the way we take our coffee. <laughs> Nobody likes to fully taste all the notes. They have to add some sweetener into the." Hey, I was like, "That's a bar." Yeah, come I on. Don't know. I need to use that. <laughs> I need help suffering with that, <laughs> with that coffee. <laughs> I, I used to not like coffee, and then the Lord sanctified me. So that's the um, one thing that I hate. Uh, this is this is the this is the most set up question, yo, because it just For makes real. people hate you. For real, uh, I really don't like dogs, and wow. in Austin, people be loving their dogs. Wow. I'm like... It'd be weird. It'd be weird, Joe. All right, trying to hate on y'all. I'm sorry if you do this. Yeah. But they be letting their dogs kiss them. I'm like, oh, y'all see what that dog yeah. be licking? <laughs> they come lick you <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Which I know. I ain't even trying to hate on you. You do you, all right? But I am not a dog fan. I am not. And it's not that I, like, hate dogs. I just hate how much people love their dogs mm. because I'd be like walk with my kids and ain't nobody like, oh, an image bearer of God. Mm. But let me walk with a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's People will think that I have the Lord incarnate with me. Yo. So <laughs> um, anyway, all right. So uh, Carlos, tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive in. Yeah, man. First off, um, I'm not white. And so <laughs> just in yeah. case, um, but yeah, so I'm from Dallas, born and raised. Um, I work in the missions team at the well and been doing my specific role for a few years now. And yeah, man, I'm trying to thank God. Men love to train and equip people to go to the nations. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, care about the, the 3.2 billion people in this world who, man, who have little access to the gospel. Mm -hmm. So that's what I love giving my life to, man. Come so, on, bro. Yeah. Uh, why, why did you, I know why, but I'm asking, why did you specify, hey, I'm not white, and then you start talking about missions? I think it's really important, even to this conversation. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> one, because you started off <laughs> with that. <laughs> but, but, but two, um, I think it's helpful to know that, you know, I didn't grow up um, in the church. And also, I just didn't grow up with this idea of like, um, not just other people, I just was like, frankly, I didn't know about the the world around me. Mm. I just, I mean, I was the only 
I grew up where I grew up, I only knew about the things around me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about the whole world, you know. And so, and the more I got outside of myself and went to college, I like, you know, meeting people from all over the world. I'm like, man, yo, where did you come from? Mm. You know, even my own high school didn't have that, you know. And so, and so I, and so I, being around other Latino people, black people, I just, no, none of us like really was like, oh, like there's people that live, you know, in the Middle East that don't know Jesus. Mm. That just, that didn't like, I, that didn't, I literally had no brain space mm. to even comprehend that yeah. until I went to college. Um, and so I think that's like, for me, that, that was like, I think my community, we just, we care about so much locally and that's great and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I think it wasn't until I got out of sight that I was like, oh, there's a whole world. Um, and so I think that's, that's, that's a huge reason why like, I mentioned that. Yeah, I'm for saying. sure. You know, one of the things, this ain't even the, this ain't even on topic, but, uh, we care about at the church, which most of y'all probably go to the well, uh, that are listening to this or watching this. Um, we want to plant diverse churches, mm-hmm. uh, in irony, I have a hat on that says that I didn't even I wasn't even planning on that. It's just my hair a little bit wild this morning, so I had to put that on. Uh, but it's like, no, we want to plant diverse churches, mm-hmm. reach diverse people. Mm-hmm. We also want to send uh, diversely into the nations. Mm-hmm. If the nations would reach the nations, mm-hmm. uh, 90, 91% of goers are Anglo, right? Mm-hmm. And like it was like 6% Asian or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's like so few Black Latino uh, even though there's so much um, fruit mm-hmm. when they do go into the nations. And so I know it's one of your hearts is even mm-hmm. mobilizing, not just everyone, yes, and amen to everyone, but even minorities specifically, mm-hmm. um, that they can go to where a lot of times churches have not emphasized or not created space mm-hmm. uh, or even changed up the way they send a little bit to help make that possible. And so mm-hmm. uh, it's like a joy to have you here, bro, you yeah. and other people on our team, because yeah. uh, that's a huge heart of ours. Yeah. And so excited about that. Yeah, appreciate that, bro. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Um, okay, so <clears throat> we're thinking about evangelism today. And I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions and kind of fire off. And you can take whatever direction you want with these. Uh, this is not pre-planned. I don't know what this man's going to say. So, um, yeah, so we're just going to see where this goes. So uh, l- let me ask this question first. Like, give me your thought about evangelism. Uh, why is it hard for so many people? Like, why don't people do it? Um, once again, it's, it's hard for me even. And mm-hmm. so just give me, generally speaking, when you think about evangelism, what do you think about why is it so hard for people? Yeah, man. Yeah, why is it hard for people? Man, I think just people, there, there are so many barriers, mm. right? Um, like even personally, like a big barrier in my life is just fear. Yeah. Um, I just fear the people I'm sharing with, you know? And so, but you can, man, there's, I think people don't know what to say, you know, or, but those those things like on the surface, like even deeper, it's like, man, why don't you share? Mm. It's like, oh, because, man, I'm scared of what this person will say to me. Like, I'll lose this friendship, you yeah. know? Or I'll, you know, I'll say something bad about God, mm-hmm. you know, and that'll draw people away, you know? And so we have these, like, insecurities and these deep wells of of lies that we've believed um, that just keep us from engaging with other people. Mm. Um, and so, but yeah, I, I think one thing that comes to mind is, I've been thinking about this a lot, but John 4, and it's it's a... It feels like a simple passage, but I think what's what's fascinating about John 4 is that um, like Jesus is not, I do think Jesus is going to meet someone, but also 
he's just like on a journey. Mm. And he comes across this woman who's like, this woman is fascinating because she is going to the well in the middle of the day, mm. right? She should, she's a, she literally is a shame-filled, isolated, has been with many men. I mean, you could, literally the list is so long, mm. right? Um, and you got to know, like, there's no, there's no counseling center around. There's nothing around to help her. That's good. There's no one who's like, hey, I want to teach you something. And so she, her whole life, her next 40 years are going to be that. Wow. That's it. Wow. She has no way out of it. Hmm. And you can tell because later on, she's like, the, when the Messiah comes, he'll tell us all these things. Mm. You know, so you can know she's like hoping for something, but no one, the, the, even, even the Jews during that time are not sharing, um, right? And so she's an outcast because she's a Samaritan and she's a woman. And also, I mean, she's promiscuous, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and she's agrees with it and she's fine with it, you know? And so, but then Jesus shows up on the scene and he interacts with her. Mm. He invites her to the gift of God, you know, of, of living water. It's like, hey, you actually can never thirst again. Mm. Um, but the thirst that you're looking for, like you can't find it in that well. Mm. Like I can satisfy your thirst. The, and she's like, well, the, you know, he like prophesies over her life a little bit. Um, and then she's like, man, I perceive you're a prophet, right? And then, he, and then he tells her, hey, like I'm the Messiah. The one you're looking for, like, I'm he, mm-hmm. right? And then the story, like, stops. And then later on, the disciples come back. They acting foolish, right? <laughs> they like, where'd you like get always. food? <laughs> like, always, right? Acting foolish, and where'd you get this food? You know, just like, I, <laughs> and then, like, it cuts back into the story. Hmm. And then she goes into the whole, until she leaves her, her buckets of water, right? And so I always, when I was reading this um, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, man, what? What made her go from this person of being shame-filled, isolated, you know, not wanting to, she didn't want anybody to know who she was. Now she's telling a whole town. Wow. You know, she's telling a whole town. She, and it's almost like she doesn't care that like they would know like her sins, et cetera, but that she now has encountered Jesus, mm. you know? Mm. And so we would even say like, she hasn't received the Holy Spirit. Like, like she's just encountered Jesus. Mm. And so she's even sharing about Jesus before she even has the Holy Spirit, mm. you know? Yeah. And so she goes into this whole town and, and does that. And so I was like, man, what, what makes someone like go and like share with the whole town and are okay with how they're perceived? They're okay with like, man, people now know everything about me, mm. you know, which can go all different ways. And I think it was her encounter with Jesus. And so when I think about even us, like why we struggle— um, I always ask the question, man, have we encountered Jesus? Come on. You know? Um, and it's not this like, hey, have you come to, to saving faith? It's right. like, man, have you like met him? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was going to say this for later, but I think it's helpful. It's like, man, she didn't go with like, um, like a, a tool. She went with a testimony. Wow. And I think that's something to like. That'll preach. Um, I think that's something just to even take away. It's like, man, she came with a testimony. Yeah. She met Jesus. And so she, and, and later on, you see, it says that no longer we don't believe because of what you told us. Mm-hmm. We believe because we've met Jesus. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. encountered him. Like we believe because we've heard him, you know, which mm. helps you even know it's not even by your own actions and words that save people. Mm. It's by other people encountering Jesus. And, meeting mm-hmm. him. and so when I think about, oh, like what keeps us, I do think a big part of it is like men encountering Jesus. Mm. Um, so yeah. That's so good, bro. That's so good. It's interesting as you're talking in, um, 
I would maybe even add into that to like create layers of this. It's almost like you have to encounter him continually. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, did this woman keep sharing the faith like this mm-hmm. 30 years from here? Not if she'd never experienced Jesus again. Mm-hmm. Because as you're talking, I'm literally encountering Jesus. Like mm-hmm. I'm genuinely encountering Jesus. Um I was almost going to say, I don't want to spoil the sermon on Sunday, but this is going to come out after this Sunday. So praise God, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> In Titus, uh, multiple times it says that um, the grace of God or that the person of God appeared. Mm. And that word appeared mm. is the Greek word to have clouds covering the stars. Mm. And then when the clouds part, you can see not just the stars, but the stars shine light on other things around you as mm. well. So it's actually still kind of dark, but you can still see better. It's way better than dark clouds, particularly when there's no lights in that Mm. culture, right? Mm. Um, And so it's like, no, like, not only did Christ appear generally, he's reappearing, if you will, to the people on Crete again. Mm -hmm. And that's what's motivating them toward good works, actually, is what Titus would say. So it's like, man, Jesus appeared to this woman here, literally. Mm. And it's like, have Jesus appeared, have you encountered, to use your word, like Christ, on this continual basis? Because as you do, it's like, you can't help but share. Which is like, part of the reason why I'm hesitating to share is because it's like, man, maybe I haven't fully encountered Christ mm-hmm. or maybe I haven't gotten the manna that morning that's enough food for my soul mm-hmm. to be able to communicate the truths of the mm-hmm. goodness of God for that day. Yeah. So I'm hungry because I didn't eat that morning. Mm-hmm. Now other people are going hungry because I don't have food to feed them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, how how can you encounter Christ continually? I love that, bro. Yeah, yeah, I find it fascinating. I was thinking about this a few days ago, like that, I feel like there's two pathways. There are people that, um, come to Jesus, like say yes to him and like start being like, quote unquote, a Christian. Hmm. They start walking that way, but they never share their faith. Um, but then you have people who like say yes to Jesus, like confess him as Lord and Savior, and then they start sharing their faith. And so I'm like, what, what, like, what do you do with these two different things? Hmm. Right, right. You have people even who get baptized, like, man, the Lord saved me from all these things. Um, but then they don't share that testimony to the world. Right. And I mean, all of Acts is like, be a witness, be Mm. a witness to the testimony that you saw, Mm. you know, in your life. Um, And I I think we've professionalized Christianity in many ways of like, okay, how do I just like do the right thing? Because I don't want to mess up. I don't want to get wrong. And even evangelism, it's like, okay, I'm supposed to evangelize. Well, it almost becomes like now like another checkbox, Mm -hmm. right? Of like, dang it, if I'm not doing that, then I'm not following God. Come on. You know? Yeah. And so it's like, no, like there's joy there. Mm. And so we have to get to the, it's it's not because you're not doing it. It's like, you have to get to the identity of it mm. really. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're really hitting on. And when you're really thinking about it, you're like, oh, the identity of a person mm. um, is that you've been made, your original design was always um, to bear the image of Christ. Straight up. That was always your original design. And so when you, that's why when you share your faith or you, you share, you pray with someone, or you just you just testify about God, mm. you know, because he's been so good to you. Man, it's just like, you receive joy from it. 100%, mm. you will always receive joy from it because that's your original design. That's so good, bro. That's so good. It's interesting as you're talking, I'm like, gosh, bro, it is, it's something that it's so easy to miss 
because to your point, we professionalize Christianity or maybe even we legalize it. I mean mm. that with legalism, right? Mm. So it's like, man, we accidentally turn into Pharisees. Mm. I think out of a right desire, bro. Mm. Like I, literally it's like, I want to do the right thing. Yeah. Yes and amen, bro. Mm. We should want to honor the Lord. He saved yeah. us. Like, uh, But when you do that, when I do that in my marriage, bro, it feels stale. Yeah. It's like, I'm dating you tonight because I have to, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. I brought you flowers because I haven't done it in a while and I mm-hmm. have to. Versus like, no, I want to. Like, I yeah. want. There's a big difference yeah. in how even Natalie receives so, me. Yeah. And so it's like, gosh, bro, like, as we receive Christ like that, mm-hmm. aren't we going to respond in a yeah. stale way as well? Mm-hmm. Which I know I can do, bro, just straight mm-hmm. up. We do the same thing with our devotional life. We do the same mm-hmm. thing in every area. Um, that's so good. Bro, okay, so maybe personalize it into your story a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you begin to understand what you're talking about right now? I'm assuming you had encounters with Christ. Yeah. Like, how did the Lord really grow your heart personally towards that? Yeah, I mean, that's good. I mean, I would say, so I came into faith in high school, and then it wasn't until college um, where I, like, just— I started to meet so many people who didn't know Jesus. Hmm. And at first, it was, like, a little weird because I was like, why don't you know Jesus? Um, and I probably said it like that to people. <laughs> so I was like, why don't you know Jesus? And it's like, uh-huh. you know, I was probably a little bit combative and just like, yo, like, there's no, what are you doing? Um, and then I, I started to learn the contextual. I started to learn how to actually be like gentle and kind and, mm-hmm. and walk in the fruits of the spirit. Um, but it's like, I started playing. I remember the, remember this one time playing table tennis. Um, I was like, in college, randomly. And I just was meeting so many people from all over the world. Mm. And I would just tell them, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And, you know, studying engineering and all these different things. And, you know, also, like, I would love to pray for you. And they were just like, pray? Like, I don't know what you mean. Mm. And I remember when they asked me, I don't know what you mean. I didn't know how to tell them what I meant by prayer. Mm. You know, I kind of assumed that they were just going to say yes. And that I would do it. Mm. But they were like, I don't know what you mean or whatever. And I kind of was stuck. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, like prayer, you talk to God. And they're like, well, what if they don't have an understanding of who God God or I'll even come from that. They're mm-hmm. like, well, God is, you know, so I, I'm just, I'm so stuck. And so I just didn't share. Mm-hmm. And so I think for the longest time, I just didn't share with people who like didn't know anything. I just would talk with Christians, you know, or nominal Christians who are like, oh, I, I know a little bit, mm. you know? And so I think, but once I started gaining some tools, but then I just started telling people about my encounters with Jesus. Like, man, like I was reading this story about Jesus. Like, mm. do you, do you, like this story is crazy. Like stories would intrigue people who didn't know about God. Wow, yeah. Right, because stories, people love stories, mm. you know? Um, and so I think that's started the journey of like, oh, like stories is, is it can be a almost a pathway to like, man, share with people who may not even know. Or I may not even know how to even describe this to this person, mm. right? I don't know how to, I don't know how to talk to this person about it. And so that was all throughout college. Um, and so I gained tools, et cetera. But honestly, bro, like if I'm being like real, um, it probably wasn't until two years ago mm. that I really like started enjoying sharing the gospel. Wow, wow. That I really yeah. started like, not just enjoying it, but just like, I like had a hunger and just like sharing like every part of my life mm. with the world and didn't feel like it was this rote thing or it was like, man, I, I need to do this because I'm supposed to or, um, and I, and, man, and I think really it was just an encounter with Jesus of my own life. Mm. I was like, no, like 
Lord like freeing me from sin and, and bringing health into my life. I was like, oh, like these are the things that I was agreeing with when it came to like, I was agreeing with the idea that men, if I didn't share my faith, then like God wasn't going to like affirm me, mm. you know? And wow. it's like, oh, so like, that's not true. Mm. Like the Lord didn't say that. He he came like to save, mm. you know? And yeah. like, there was nothing I did. And so mm. I think that really just started to really sink in and like push out a lot of lies. Mm. Um, it got me to the point where like, even now, man, I just like, I love just being a test. I love, I love praying like, Lord, do you have someone for me? Like, do you, like even that, I feel mm. like there's like levels to it, you mm. know? Mm. Like the first level can be just, Lord, just help me just have compassion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then like there's, but I think as you get progressed, it's like, oh, like men, like, Lord, do you have a word for me from someone? Mm-hmm. Like, do you want me to like, what do you want, this cashier in front of me, do you want me to say something, you know? And I feel like the Lord has prepared people. And sometimes he, the Lord says, no, I don't, mm-hmm. hey, I just want you to like to bless her and keep moving or bless them and keep moving. Um, but some people he has, I mean, it's, but, but it's like, oh, but it's joy, mm. you know? Mm. I don't walk away like, dang it, I should have shared something, mm. you know? And then like the whole day, I just feel I'm walking mm. in shame and yo, because I didn't share anything. Mm. But it's not true. You know, the Lord says, hey, like I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't give you anything because I didn't have anything for her from you right now. Mm. You know, that's, that's for someone else. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I can just move on with life, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so I think, but it, it, I think getting there, that process, like eight-year process was really just a lot of like, I just didn't realize a lot of the, I didn't realize how to be free from like barriers and strongholds and lies. Mm-hmm. Um, and and really, and just how that affected, really just really understanding holistically my identity is that, man, the Lord has created me to be an image bearer. Mm. Um, and that I'm, there's joy in that. Um, and so how do I, how do I get there? Mm. Um, bro, that's so, so, there's so many nuggets sorry, yeah, that. No, that's good, <laughs> bro. Don't be sorry. That's really good. I'm like, gosh, there's like, my brain's firing so much. Uh, first of all, thank you. Eight years. It took you eight years of processing this mm-hmm. to get there, which is like, man, for a lot of people, myself included, I'm not even processing, hey, why am I feeling condemnation after mm-hmm. I don't share the faith? when the scriptures tell me there is no condemnation for those of us in Christ Jesus. So either I'm not in Christ. Okay, that's an easy lie to debunk. I believe in Jesus. I love him. Or something else is happening. Mm -hmm. What is that? And you literally took you eight years, you just said, to even process what's happening to get to the point where you were able to grow in compassion. It's funny you said that word I literally wrote down earlier from the woman at the well. It's like, Mm. gosh, how do you create compassion? It's like, well, a lot of times you just ask for it, right? Like, God, help me to see this person how you see them. Naturally, you'll begin to feel and think and Mm -hmm. process the way that God does. Mm. Um, but even like the joy in the midst of it, uh, Philipp- or Philemon, it's funny. I was in Philippians when you first started talking, and I was like, this mug is not in Philippians. It's because it's in another P-H-I-L <laughs> book, okay? In Philemon, uh, there's only one chapter here, verse 6. It says that, uh, I pray that the sharing of your faith, okay, so we're talking about evangelism here, mm-hmm. the sharing of your faith may become effective for the full knowledge of mm-hmm. every good thing that is in us for the sake of Christ, I want the sharing of your faith to become what actually gives you the mm. full, that word knowledge there is the word mm. for intimacy. Mm. I want the sharing of your faith to create intimacy between you and Jesus. Mm. So Paul here isn't like, so the whole world would hear, that is true. That is actually what yeah. God desires. That's actually a motivation of ours actually to mm. glorify God. But here I love that he's focusing on the intimacy piece of like, hey, share your faith so there's intimacy, mm-hmm. which I'm like, yes and amen, bro. Like yeah. that does happen. There is joy in it. Yeah. 
But often the enemy tries to lie to you and say there's not joy there. Mm -hmm. Your own flesh tries to lie to you because there is a sacrificial act that is happening. You're taking time, energy, words. You are risking some of your, uh, like, people might not look at you as favorably. Mm -hmm. So you might not be as liked. So that is actually a genuine fear that is a possible reality. Hmm. Uh, But to what end, right? It's like... Right, but like the Father approves of you. Who are you doing this for? So are you sharing your faith for them or are you Mm -hmm. sharing your faith for the Father? Mm. And there's a difference there, right? And literally the motivation then at the end. So it's like, I I love that verse here because it's Mm. like, hey, this is actually for you and Jesus Mm -hmm. in the midst of this. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Let's go back to that story in John 4. Yeah. So um, I was actually telling us to do it a couple days ago, but it's like, it just hit me. I was like, oh, like, when God like saves us, like it's not just eternal salvation, but there's a whole host of things that come with that. Mm. Um, and I think God preserves us um, and, you th- and protects us. And so when you think about um, the woman at the well, a lot of us will say, man, if she goes and does that, even her, the lie can be like, man, if I do this, like I'm, everybody's not, no one's going to believe me. Or I'm even the, the guy that I was with is going to cast me out. Mm. And so she's like giving up like, you know, food, like money, like a living space. Um, but the the crazy thing is when you I think when you walk in obedience, God will protect and preserve you. Um, that's that's what he that's a promise. Yes. He will do that. Yes. And so I think we, even in the midst of that, we can even follow her lead of like, oh, because when she does that, the whole town comes to faith. You know what happens? Like a church can be formed. Straight up. And you know what a church does? It cares for people like her. Straight. Come on. God. And so it Whew! actually That's like, a bar. <laughs> and That's so really it, it all it all like the Lord was, mm. you know, mm. he's not gonna cast her out, mm. you know. It's like, oh, like, thanks for your obedience. You get yeah, you get nothing. He's yeah. no, like, no, like the church now it becomes a church and cares for her. Mm-hmm. You know, and it cares for people like her. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think believing, oh, believing what God says is true. Dang. Um, which is hard to do, but you see Lord. it how you see it. That's a bar, bro. I've never I've never finished that story like mm-hmm. that. That's really dope, bro. Um, okay, bro. Look, a similar vein of question, but I'm I'm gonna pivot a question real quick. Uh, evangelism is often the first thing that happens when somebody comes to faith. John 4. You're mm-hmm. literally mentioning this, right? Mm-hmm. And you see it all throughout. I mean, mm-hmm. the book of Philippians, it's like, bro, they were so connected. They loved each other so well. Mm. But literally in the book of Acts, you see them like sharing. Yeah. Philippian jailer gets saved, boom, shares with his household. The mm-hmm. little slave girl gets saved and demon cast out, boom, she's like sharing it with others. It's literally creating riots because mm-hmm. of how much work they're doing. So it's like, it's one of the first things that we do. I think oftentimes for us as believers, it's kind of like one of the last things that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, gosh, if all of the arrows line up right, mm-hmm. Everything has to be perfect. <laughs> we have to feel it. We have to feel, you know, the person has to yeah. be like, would you please share the gospel with me? <laughs> like it, everything has to be perfect for, real, for yeah. us to share. What, why? Why that dichotomy of what we see in the scriptures versus what we practice in our lives? Man, that's a, yeah. Oh, man. I, I think you can go a couple different ways. Um, I think the first thing that comes is, man, do you, like, do you just believe that you're a son or daughter of, mm. of the Father? Mm. Um, I think if you do, um, then I think the next question is, like, man, 
like how like what has the Lord created you to do? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so and, and so when you think about like men, that that very like almost it feels like a huge chasm. Almost that it's horribly hard to cross. Like even a tool can't even get you across that chasm. That's why I think we do so many tools, you know, and I'm a big fan of tools. I think they're helpful, but I mean, but I don't think they can get you across that chasm. Yeah. Um, and so when I think about people who are like, man, I don't, how do I get there? How do I do that? Right. Um, one I think is just to confess. Mm. Like just honestly, that's what I did. That's good. Bro. I was like, Lord, I confess that, man, I've been like, just trying to, I've just been doing this because it's my job or like, I'm just supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, would you take me back to like your, my first love? Mm. You know? Mm. And so I think it just started with confession. Mm. Like just being honest with God. You know, I think a lot of us just aren't fully honest with God. Like raw, yeah. Yeah. like deep. Um, and the guy like Mita's there. He's like, hey, he already knows it. That's the <laughs> right, funny thing. Right. right? He's like, hey, thank you for being honest with me. Mm. Like, thank you for just like coming home and just telling me that. Mm. You know, and he's and I and I feel like the Lord's asked like, "What do you want me to do for you?" You know, and, I mean, you see that like in John one, like the disciples like ask like, "Where where are you at?" And he's like, "Well, what do you want from me?" Mm. And they're like, "Well, can I go where you are?" And he says, "Well, follow me." You know, he didn't tell him, "Hey, this is what you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn this. This is your ten weeks. <laughs> you know, you're gonna learn these things." He just says, "Hey, follow me." Mm-hmm. And I think that's like that's the next thing of like that's repentance. Mm. Like once we confess, we like, hey, like we now turn away. You know what, Lord? I like have been living that way for a long time. I don't want to anymore. Mm. And so I'm going to turn this direction. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this this is going to lead me. You know, I may lose friends. I may like say something wrong or heretical. And like, you're not trying to, you know, but you're like, I no longer, but I'm not going to live this way anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the confession and repentance, like and First Corinthians talks about like the repentance, like, like leads to salvation. Mm. You know, it's like, well, at least to like, wholeness yeah. at least to life right and so and so i think those two things have been really helpful for i just been helpful for me yeah um because i tried every other way mm. um and i know all the <laughs> tools i know all I, I was with people who were doing it mm-hmm. still didn't like their <laughs> what their joy didn't pass to me <laughs> you know wow. yeah that's good it that's was good more word. so that's i received i more so received shame mm. but they didn't put it on me mm. you know but it was you know so it's like oh there was nothing. It's like, oh Lord, I just confess, Dang, and I want, and I want to turn away from this. Mm. And I think that I think a continuation of that. It wasn't just like a one time. I was like, no, when I saw things, like no, like when I was like, oh, like man, the Lord's telling me to say something. Like you know, it's like you no, know what, no, I, I confess, I don't want to say anything, and I, I'm just gonna turn to, it. I'm gonna say something, mm. you know. And so, I, and I think that last part of like trusting, like trusting God, like it's gonna meet you there. Mm. And so, I think for me, that was like helpful because I think that started really just unearthing some identity things, even some personal things like, man, like I just intimacy with even the Lord. Like, man, okay, yeah, I'm struggling with intimacy with the Lord, but I don't have to believe the lie that if I'm not intimate, then I can't share my faith, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I can still share. I can pray, you know? And so that's not, literally it just says be witnesses. Mm. It doesn't say be a witness only if you've done these five things. Straight up. Like, because they, I mean, None of these people have gone through anything. They're just like, man, I met the Lord. Do you want to know him? Mm-hmm. You know? And and so I think for me, it was just like walking through a little bit of that process. But that's so good because what you just described is the gospel, mm-hmm. right? We confess, we repent, we believe. Mm-hmm. That's literally, use the exact same words mm-hmm. even. We trust, another way to say that. And it's like, gosh, bro, like the gospel really creates freedom yeah. no matter what area we're in. It's like, mm-hmm. there's freedom in, in Christ. There's freedom in yeah, the gospel. Amen. So as you confess, Lord, I'm not 
I believe the gospel. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I'm not a Christian. I believe mm-hmm. this. I confess that I'm not living fully into this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to, but I'm scared yeah. or I, or I'm apathetic or I don't have a compassion the way you have compassion yeah. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I just ain't feeling, I'm just, I just, I just want to go home <laughs> and watch football today. That's what mm-hmm. I really want to do. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Lord meets us there. Yeah. So kind. Yeah. He's so gentle. He's so gracious. The shame that you're feeling is not coming from him. Mm -hmm. Never, ever have I confessed and then felt condemnation and shame from the Lord as a result. Never. That's never happened. I always feel acceptance because that's who our God is. We know that. We would Mm -hmm. proclaim that. And then we don't live it out. So Mm -hmm. I love that, bro. That's like really helpful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what Paul even says in Ephesians 6, like, Man, would you pray for me that I would have boldness to proclaim? Straight up. So if Paul yeah. has to pray for that, that's good. Bro. I think we can. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, you bro. know. <laughs> yes, dog. Yes, that's and really so, good. Come on, bro. That's really good. Uh, let me ask this: as we're kind of like beginning to move towards closing, um, like if you had advice, encouragement, challenge, uh, even uh, I've been told I asked too many questions at the same time. <laughs> I am going to have to ask two questions here. Forgive me. I'm going to try to get better at that. Uh, advice, encouragement, challenge for our people. What would that be? And then also, bro, like if you had resources where some of what you're saying, even some tools that you have that could be helpful, we'll also drop whatever you say in the show notes as well. You don't have mm-hmm. to have resources either. Mm-hmm. But like, are there books that you've read, articles, tools that have been really helpful? So those are two very different questions. One of them, thoughts, advice, encouragement, challenge for our people. Um, other one, tools. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good, man. Yeah, I think one, like, if you, man, if you listen to this, I would just, like, man, just, like, engage with some of the things I've engaged with, like, man, just confess, like, just write out, like, man, why don't I share my, the gospel? Mm. Like, I think that can be a first step mm. of just, like, detailing, like, why, you know? Um, it doesn't, you don't need to go home and, like, man, okay, I need to go share with somebody right now. Because, again, that may not be out of a place of freedom. That may be out of a place of bondage. That's good. You know? And there's no joy there. Um, and so because you're in bondage, literally. And so, and so I think just go and just like, man, man, why don't I share the gospel? Why don't, why don't I share my faith? Or why don't I pray for someone? Why do I struggle with compassion? And so I think engage with that. And then I think just literally, honestly, like one by one, just start confessing and repenting. Hmm, come on. Um, and so you'll find yourself actually like being free freed from those things. And maybe you never have done that. Mm. And so I would, that, like, that's literally what I did. Like, man, I confess that I just don't want to go share my faith. Mm. I confess that I don't want to, I want to go like, like literally when he said <laughs> watch football, I was like, I have to confess that. Cause that's mm-hmm. literally was, I was like, man, I don't want to be going to the mall. I want to be watching the Cowboys. LOL. Um, <laughs> Take them L. <laughs> oh, L's. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> and so, but confessing and then repenting, like, Lord, would you would you give me your heart? Mm. Would you, w- I want your heart. I don't want the heart of someone who doesn't love someone. Mm. Um, I don't want that heart. Dang. Um, because, th- not just because there's no joy there, it's because that's how you made me. Um, and so I think beginning with confession and repentance and then, and then I think the tools and and the resources and like, okay, like, what, you know, what do I do if someone says this, you know, but I think all those questions all go back to identity. So man, I feel like I need to be perfect. Like, Hey, like ask yourself, I would just ask yourself like, man, what, like hold that thought captive. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I was telling, um, at the men's retreat this weekend, I was just like, man, like, Hey, like hold that thought captive. And if, if the Lord agrees with it, then wrestle with it. Mm. But if he doesn't, like, throw it out. 
mm-hmm. you know? And so if you, say, if you say, man, I feel like I need to be perfect to share the gospel, like take that thought. What does the Lord say about that? Well, he didn't say you had to be perfect because it's his words, right? He's the one who will speak through you. Mm-hmm. Okay, then throw that thought away. Mm. Um, and so that's, that's something real practical that I do. Of like even, um, I give a small example. Yeah. Like um, I was um, doing some Uber driving. I do that just a couple hours a week just to meet people. And I like and because he in ministry. Um, <laughs> hey, we'll be making money like that. <laughs> I mean, so I'm married. I need a little bit. <laughs> um, throw pillows, anyways. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, you know, I, I, Lord, I meet a bunch of different people in there, and many times I'm, I don't hear like the Lord doesn't say, "Hey, do this." He's he's like, "Hey, not this person." But this one person is like, "Hey, I think you should pray for this person." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay." Um, and you know, five minutes goes by, 10 minutes, and they were about 10 minutes from his place. And he's just talking, we're talking, but I haven't asked to pray. I know the Lord said, Hey, you need to ask to pray. And I'm like, Oh, I'm just like, I don't want to, you know, I don't, I, it was weird. I don't even need this, but it's like, I feel like I was like, Man, I don't want to lose my job. I was like, This is weird. Like, thoughts <laughs> wow, and wow, lies wow. started come, come in. Like, Oh, yeah. like, people are going to rate me wrong, you know, all these different things. Like, I don't even. It just was like really weird. I was like, why? I don't even care about these things, but mm. they're hitting me, mm. you know? Mm. And so wow. five minutes, I literally have five minutes left. And I, I was like, man, are you going to do it? And I was like, man, there's joy. Literally, it was like, the Lord's like, hey, there's joy on the other side, you know? I mean, it just like felt like a father, mm. you know? It's like, hey, there's joy, mm. you know? Um, but it was also like, hey, it's okay if you don't, but just know that what you can receive. And so like literally with two minutes left, I just asked him. Mm. I was like, hey, can, I, I finally got, mustered up the boldness to like ask him and, um, hey, can I pray for you? And he didn't say anything at first. And then he was like, hey, like, do you normally ask this to everybody? Um, which anyone would be like, just fear like, oh, they would be stumbling over the words. But I just was like, honest. I was like, hey, man, I just pray for, I just, man, before anyone gets in the car, I just like try to throw, like, I just pray for them and just ask like, hey, Lord, do you want me to say anything to this person? And I feel like the Lord told me to say something to you. Wow. You know? And then he just shares his whole life with me. Mm. Shares how he came, and, you know, he's been addicted to all these drugs and like, and he's been trying to find his way back to God, mm. you know? And Dang. so I was just like, Dang. well, like, and that was really the end of the inter- interaction, you know? And like I told the men this weekend, I was like, but what if I was obedient eight minutes before that? Wow. You wow, know? Wow. Wow. And so like, hmm. and I went away and like the enemy was like, hey, you should feel shame and guilt about that. Mm. And the Lord was like, hey, like, great job. Good job. Yeah. You know? Gosh. And I think it was in that moment, I that's how you know the confession and repentance actually is taking root. Mm. It's like, even if you try, like the shame and the guilt, those things don't stick to you, mm. you know? But wow. you can be like, wow. oh, I received love, grace from the Lord. That's a really good word. Grace from like, hey, okay, I could, I w- man, Lord, I want to be obedient quicker. Mm. You know, help me be obedient quicker. Um, you know, but if I'm not, man, the grace of God, that's why it's like the grace of God. And so, so I don't know if that story just kind of so helps good. you. That's so good. Kind of just even like in my own life, like even now, mm. six years into like, literally I train and equip people to share the gospel, not just here overseas, but it's like, oh, okay. Like, man, like, Lord, help me confess. No, like, help me walk this out, mm. you know? That's so good. And bro. so, yeah, I know that I can give y'all any tangibles because I really that's feel like this super is, tangible. Dog, like this is the Holy Spirit, work of the Holy Spirit yeah. really is. Yeah, that's super tangible, super encouraging, mm-hmm. bro. Uh, any, any resources you want to drop? You don't have to drop any. Was there anything like, hey, here's three things I do want you to think about? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing that really comes to mind. Good. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. 
That's fair. I actually really love that. The reason I love that is is what you just said. It's like, it's actually just a work of the spirit, um, which I would actually love. Uh, so one of the things I've been doing in my quiet time is uh, I've been praying all the New Testament prayers uh, over. I like create these lists so that I make sure I'm actually praying for everything and everyone that I want to be praying for. And um, have rather than just praying for their needs, uh, so like I pray for you every Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pray for our staff team as a whole. Obviously, you're a part of that. Um, and so usually I'll just like Rolodex through, you know, if I don't have a ton of time, I'll make it through half, catch the next half the other week. Or if I have a lot of time, I'll spend, you know, I'm just praying for your mm-hmm. marriage, for this, for that. Yeah. Um, instead, I was like, man, I'm going to spend the next like seven weeks praying the seven New Testament prayers mm-hmm. over individuals. If there's a big need, like Friday, I'll mm-hmm. probably re-pray for Mary. I don't only pray for you on Fridays, by the way. Yeah. It's just dedicated time <laughs> yeah. to make sure I'm hitting you that week. And um, so it's like, you know, I just prayed for Mary today. Before we started, we prayed for her. But on Friday, I'll pray mm-hmm. these specific ones. And bro, it's been powerful wow. because I'm like, I don't pray the way that these wow. New Testament authors were praying, bro. Mm-hmm. They're praying things that I'm like, gosh, bro, <laughs> what I'm reading today, it's like, that you would have the 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 knowledge of God, the fullness of God, the power of God mm-hmm. to be able to understand the love of God that mm-hmm. surpasses knowledge. Mm-hmm. We know this, Ephesians 3, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but literally, hold on, before I get to Acts, because I'm like, just to give an example to why I'm about to say this. Bro, he ends up saying, um, he ends up saying this. It just struck me this morning. Uh, you have to, first of all, comprehend with all the saints. So it's the whole church that gives you the full knowledge of God. Of course, we need each other. Mm-hmm. Um, to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. Mm-hmm. So to gnosko the love of Christ that surpasses oida. So it's this deep experiential love, right? You can know something that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Mm. Wow. Now to him who is able to do more abundantly than all that we think <laughs> or ask. I'm like, dog, we quote that out of context. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 3.20, he could do more than we think or ask. Yeah. Totally. What did Paul just ask for? He just asked that you would be filled, filled yeah. with the fullness of God. Dog, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. that's impossible. Mm. Correct. Mm. He's able to do more than you think or ask. That, mm. Right? That's yeah. like, bro, I don't be praying stuff like that over yeah. you. I'm sorry. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be praying for your marriage. <laughs> and praise God. It's all good. I'm like, have I? So even to this part mm-hmm. of, you know, like, gosh, we would be filled with the fullness. Mm-hmm. It's like, that is what moves, it, moves us to yeah. share. It moves us to... Well, God has compassion. God has love. Mm -hmm. God has grace. God has power. Mm -hmm. God has authority. God knows what's happening in the Uber person's life Mm -hmm. with you, right? Like all of those things are just like true. Mm -hmm. And so this has been really helpful, dog. Like for real, for real. Really encouraging. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would actually love to just close us in prayer. And I would love to actually pray one of the prayers in the New Testament, Mm -hmm. which is in Acts chapter Mm -hmm. 4, if you would, just over our people. And so... Um, I'm just going to literally read from Acts chapter 4, verses 24 through 30, saying mm-hmm. a prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, God, yeah, in the book of Acts, it says, hey, when when these people heard uh, that your apostles were released from prison, they lifted up their voices to you and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth mm-hmm. and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, why do the Gentiles rage and the people's plot in vain? Mm. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. Mm -hmm. For truly in this city, there were gathered together against your holy servant, Jesus, 
whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the people of Israel. Everybody was against you, Christ, mm-hmm. the nations. Herod, the ruler, Pontius, the ruler, a, a Jewish ruler, a Gentile ruler, the Gentiles, the people of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness. Mm. God, I feel threats at times. I know our Mm. people feel threats at times. Carlos just confessed, feeling threats. You might lose your job. You might feel this. Oh, now you got to feel shame. There's all these attacks of the enemy Mm. against us, your servants, Jesus. And so I ask that you would help us to continue to speak with boldness while you stretch out your hand and heal and produce signs and wonders that are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed this, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they continued to speak the word of God with boldness. And so I pray, Jesus, even right now, that everybody listening would be filled with the Holy Spirit and that through that filling, through that intimacy with you, through that connection to you, that they would continue to speak your word with boldness, that they would speak it with boldness over their own hearts. They would speak it with boldness towards others. They would speak it with boldness with each other, Jesus, that we as a church would speak your word with boldness so that you would be glorified for you are good. You are worthy. You are beautiful, Christ. And I thank you for Carlos turning our hearts to your beauty today. And so we love you, Jesus. I pray that you would encourage us in your beautiful name. Amen. 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 Hey, thanks for joining us, bro. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that was well That's said, dog. <laughs> you ain't know we ended like that, did yeah. you? That was well said. <laughs> hey, we love you all. See y'all later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, like, subscribe, and share. For more information, visit our website at www.thewellaustin.com slash podcast.